podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We all take on different roles every day. One minute you're a parent, the next a chef, or a driver. That's why the Volvo XC40 Recharge is designed to be as versatile as you are. It's fully electric and includes a 360-degree camera, Google built-in, and more. Contact your local retailer to learn more or visit volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC40 Recharge. For every you. Some equipment optional. Google is a trademark of Google LLC. Welcome to the Five Year Plan podcast. Hey! Uh, hey. Genuine hooray this yeah. week. Yay! Uh, pod 309. Wow. Uh, are you ready for. Well, so last week, Kevin, you weren't here, but we asked people at the start of the pod to do their reviews in the style of a Crystal Palace player. That's nice. And we've this, and the winner will get uh, a set of FYP badges. And this week's winner. Still not got rid of those badges, in. <laughs> This week's winner is uh, Steve Mandanda Miles. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Steve. So, and Steve says, uh, quintessentially palace is how he's uh, detailed this one. He's put, the Martin Kelly of podcasts. Never disappointed when you listen and would miss it if it wasn't there. <laughs> That's probably fair. <laughs> the pod is a must for every Palace fan class, lads. Thank you, Steve Mandanda-Miles. Thank, thank you, Steve. Yeah, thank you. Uh, some badges on their way to you. Uh, if you can leave us a review on iTunes in the style of a Crystal Palace player, we'll read out the best one um, each week. Live pod ticket updates. So Friday, January 17th at Streatham Space Project. There's a few left, but not many. Basically, down to the last few. So, wow, exciting. Uh, you can get them at eventbrite.com um, or from our social platforms. Um, and the FSA Awards are next week or week after, I think, but we're nominated. We are nominated. So, uh, if you would, if you have a few couple of seconds, please vote for us. We'd really appreciate it. In the fan media category, uh, if you go to fsf.org.uk, you can vote for us there. So, thank you very much. Uh, ready for this week's shout out to a random patron? Mm. Can I get a, a yes, drum yes. roll? It's Dr. Nicholas Shepherd. Hey, <laughs> hey, hi, Doctor. Hello, hi, Doc. Dr. Nick. <laughs> hi, everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you can be a patron by going to patreon.com forward slash FYP podcast. Now, we've got two games to review because we're into that part of the season who, where the games. Who, who are oh, reviewing sorry. The games, I wonder. I, wonder I who's, should probably who introduce um, our paddle. <laughs> sorry, I'm getting through all the admin. Uh, Kevin's here. Hello. James Endicott's here. Hi. And returning. So what feels like... Oh, him. A, uh, well, you're from last week. Uh, f- for a long time, it's John Curran of JCOS. Oh, 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 he will. Will. Oh, He did. He I, is. I'm, 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 we are. I'm delighted to be in this posh, uh, nice surroundings here. Um, and also delighted to be back. It has been a long time. Um, I've been checking my text messages, waiting for the invite for mm. many a month now, <laughs> and uh, eventually got one, so delighted to be back. It is wonderful to have you back. Fresh from shouting at Eddie Howe last night. I w- did. What was it you... I shouted, I called his name, and he looked at me, and then I shouted in a rather controlled way, fake manager. 
which he, he wasn't too pleased with. I just felt, I've, I, the Colin who sits next to me, I asked permission if I could do it first. I've toned down. So. Well, the beauty this is, it's John's hobby, basically. Because he looks so respectable, managers always look up and think, oh, this, this chap looks like a fair minded <laughs> Have you got form with other man? Yeah, yes. I have. Uno I have. Yeah, I called him Dracula. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you so, think Eddie Howe is a fake manager? Yeah, and I think the whole team are fake and shouldn't be anywhere near yeah. a football pitch. Right. It's, anyway. Well, if they carry on playing like they did last night, they won't be in the Premier League. Yeah, exactly. I, might, I might have a little uh, flutter on him being the next manager sacked because hmm? they're And it's interesting this time. Remember last time out when Wenger was uh, going, people was going, "Oh, well, he should get an English manager." Eddie Howe, he's not been mentioned in any of the big jobs. He was almost told. our manager a few years ago. Remember, he was. Mm-hmm. But they were very poor. They were very. But we poor. were very good. We were very good. Uh, we were very good in both games because obviously yeah. before the Bournemouth game was a two 0 win at Burnley. Can we just play teams that begin with a B for now, <laughs> please? There's none left, is there? Uh, Bradford, Bolton, Brighton, Brighton. Oh yeah, Brighton, Brighton, Brighton. Brighton. Um, well, look, we uh, we're going to try and review both games uh, in this part one, but we've got a question straight off the bat from Scott D F Bacon. Hi Scott. Hey, Scott. Scott. Who says, <laughs> don't know why that's funny. He says, um, which win was more satisfying, John? Ooh. Yesterday was incredible, but I think the really important one was Burnley as well. So Burnley, we came off the back of five really hard games where we did well, um, but then you look at Burnley and you think, we're going up to them, this is going to be such a hard game. I was so impressed with that Burnley game about how we bossed it. Mm. I think a lot of people said that's a typical Roy style away performance. I think it was more than that. I Mm. thought player for player, we were much better which also looked the same yesterday against Bournemouth. I actually felt that watching these two games, I saw that we had more quality than the two teams we were playing. Not just on the night, yeah. it just felt we had more quality yeah. around the pitch. So I, I agree with John. The, the thing about Burnley, because after those five games, you start to think, can we beat the other team? We know, yeah. we know we're as good as the other teams, but can we beat them? And to get back into that routine, and so well, with so much possession, <coughs> and easily the better team. But last night was more satisfying for me, I have to say, considering the back four we ended with, considering mm. the circumstances of you know, stupid, stupid, unnecessary sending off. But it was, I just thought it was really interesting the way they, cl- they didn't look at the bench. Yeah, you expected changes to be made. They just clicked into a new formation because obviously that they've they've mm. trained for Sacco being sent off. Yeah, obviously. Kiati yeah. was I thought was tremendous last night. Well, um, there was no defenders on the bench, but it turns well, out we didn't need any. We didn't but need also, <laughs> but the fact that we still we weathered yeah fifth, the first fifteen minutes after the sending off, we sort of took stock and then but then we just carried on attacking in the way we had done mm. when we had eleven players. So that for me was really impressive. And in the second half when. I think a year ago we would have settled for a point, or the team quite happily would have settled for a point. They they knew that they could win that game. They really went for it. And the fact that it was it was the left back who who went forward and scored the goal was fantastic. And then I I didn't think for a moment that we were going to even drop a point after. And albeit they were Bournemouth were poor. They were they were poor, and also much physically big side compared Mm. to early. Eddie House was, but that didn't that worried me at the start. It didn't matter, and I thought I thought Ayu was fantastic. I think you could see him in the second half telling Wilf just to, to take the ball into defenders to get free kicks to get yellow cards. Mm. And our, our game not only were we good, but our game management was magnificent last night. Well, I mean, obviously, and we talked about that run of the tough five games yeah. against teams above us, and yeah. we came through that unscathed and had the yeah. good Liverpool performance, and it yeah. was important to carry that on. Yeah. And that's why I think the 
the Burnley result was, was uh, sorry, the Bournemouth result was good, but that Burnley result was so important to then straight into that next five to yeah. put in a performance like that and get a win yeah. and a clean sheet. It was a sort of statement of intent. I think what it did, what especially yesterday, because I was at the game, uh, I, I wasn't at the Burnley game, only saw the highlights, but being the last night, what you really felt was a real. Real togetherness with yeah. the team, a real togetherness. Yeah. I think having those five games, seeing yourself six at the table, knowing you're playing the top, the, the, the five above you, and some of the you know some of the best teams in Europe, yeah. you know, we, we were playing in that little stretch, and we you know we had a good account of ourselves. But it came out of it with very little in terms of points. I think we came with a lot of pride. I think what those games did, I think it just built the built that team, just made it stronger as a unit. And I think it really showed in the Burnley game, and especially last night when we went down to ten men after you know nineteen minutes, uh, and it was it was at Sellers, the lights were on, it was just there for an, an evening, and the, the team pulled together, and you could see the joy on their faces mm. after that goal went in. It was right in front of where I'm, mm. I'm uh, where, where I stand on the Holmesdale and the joy on the players' faces was just unbridled. It was amazing, and you really felt that that that, that was a goal for the team. It was a, it was it was a team. It was it was a real team effort, mm. and I think that's what really came through for me. I think last in night. The, the Burnley game, you have to remember that they they just come off two three nil wins, mm. Burnley, and people were talking about them possibly doing another European trip. So that was a really good result. But interestingly, last night, and I know James Endicott's always had problems with Saka, but I thought we looked more organised when Saka got sent off yeah. than before. The back I've four, always the back had, four I, 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 I want to say this actually right now, going yeah. on. I've constantly had a problem with Saka. You always have, I know. Always had a problem with him because I think he is a liability. Mm. I think every single game he makes a mistake. Usually we get away with it because it's a bad pass or he just miskicks the ball. Yesterday was, look, the more and more you look at that foul, yeah. It's, you know, I don't think he intended it. Or I don't, I don't really know. But and I, and I think the guy made a meal of it because he was trying to jump away from this this flying foot towards him. But he shouldn't be doing it in the first place. He just should not have been doing it. And he's just like, you don't do that with, in twenty minutes into a game. Ten and years, ten years ago, not even a foul. Five years ago, well, probably yeah, a yellow card. But, but he knows, but he, yeah. but he yeah, knows, but he knows but the game's he, changed. Of course, he does. We all and know it, the game's we, changed. And it was the other side to us. But you'd, straight away, you, you knew something so was off. You knew something <clears> was. It looked, it looked wrong. Even though when you see it afterwards, he, he clears the ball. But it was reckless. There was no need to do it. But, and, you know, but it, my, just, it really justified my. But my point is, the, the, the back four looked much straighter. Because yeah. he tends to be the one, if people are caught on onside, it's him that makes them onside. They were much straighter, they were much more organised, they just looked... There were a couple of moments before that as well, when he was he was being, he was was running down the wing, you know, running after someone, and, he, yeah. and he's, he was seen a little bit off the pace as well. one near the corner flag as well. Yeah, where he and he just seen a little bit off yeah. the pace. Um, yeah, he, he, does, he does have these moments, and this John obviously was a big moment. Um, I think it's fair to say that in his course of being a Palace player, he has undoubtedly improved our defence and helped us, and we have got better since he's come in I would, argue, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would argue that he's, I would he's, argue a, he's a magnificent he's a brilliant defender. defender he's a magnificent header of the ball without a doubt and he is a brilliant I think, I think he's but the he's best he's passing defender we, we've had for except for the two passes a game that he well that's yeah. yeah. he always gives away but, no, I agree but, I, would, I mean I would, so, so does MacArthur so does but I, you think, know, yeah. I think Cahill's improved the back four this yeah. season definitely you think about Westaco came in first I agree but in a way I mean you know, Sacco getting sent off has added to the romance of that win, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and there's something about the way we did play with 10 players that 
we we weren't going to go on the back foot, and that meant that our passing had to be really good yeah. and really tight. And to yeah. the point, and it was, yeah. it was so tight. Mm-hmm. And the little one twos and this, you know kind of moving, yeah. it was taking risks, moving into space, and that that was brilliant. And I was saying you know, before we started, it was a bit like you know we've been playing five teams, really brilliant teams, and we've had to play a bit like that for the last five games, apart from Burnley, but the, the Liverpool's, the Man Cities, and so we kind of had a we've been conditioned to this is how we're going to play. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, I think when we got to half time, mm. it was that feeling of, well, mm. you know, we haven't been played off the park. Yeah. Nowhere near it. But, um, but also, was it a foul? Oh, was it Ricard? Was yeah. Sacco? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it was. I, I think if we'd yeah. lost, yeah. I'd be more angry about it if we'd lost, but you knew, you just knew this. So you could see by the reaction of the Palace players, they kind of went. I felt like it was sort of one that if it happened against a Will from a touchline, we'd all be screaming. Yeah. For I, don't know, I, think, I, 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 I can see he well. wasn't trying to foul him, he was going to clear it and he sort of followed but through. It was reckless. But it was, it, it, it was, it, it, it was, it was reckless. weirdly reckless in a place where you don't need to be. But that's exactly the whole point. But I don't in any way support that type of tackle and that type of mentality, but. You know, against Bournemouth, I couldn't care two hoots. Yeah, yeah, so uh, for me, it wasn't. It wasn't right. they're, 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 they're most, they're, they shouldn't even be on a football pitch. They, 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 they should get back, team. go surfing or whatever they do, eat fish and chips. Back in Bournemouth, <laughs> but and they just have get this, back there. They, as have far this, as, they, they have this Cinderella. Everyone goes small club. They're rubbish. owned by a Russian billionaire. Exactly. They're owned by a Russian yeah. oligarch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's always been overrated as a manager for me. They've always been. They, they play the referee so well, and we've seen this in several games. Palace, they get away with yeah. murder. Well, well, where did he go off before we, we went to Burnley? Burnley, yeah. Burnley for about a week. day there because yeah. he couldn't make yeah. sandcastles. <laughs> 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 But John's point about the passing for midfield, this is where A was so good for me because he he dropped back to to get the ball, held the ball, was always <coughs> was always positive. He was always looking to give it yeah. to Slop yeah. or give it out to Kelly or or, or turn and give it. A, uh, that's why I thought he was absolutely magnificent. I last think night. he was sort of widely regarded as, as man of the match last night, yeah. um, which is wonderful. Before we move on, to, I want to talk about Jeffrey Schlapp as well. Cause he's got two and two in these last two yeah. games. Yeah, Before so we do I, that, the I, other I will apologise. Yeah, the other <laughs> the other big talking point is the push on Wilf for a possible penalty, penalty in yeah. the second half. No, so your thoughts, on, thoughts on that? It was right in front of him. It was never a penalty. I still think it's a penalty. I think it was 100 penalty. I think it wasn't a penalty. I don't care what they say afterwards. There's more than much there. He knocked him off balance. He was definitely penalty. Going at pace, he knocked him off balance. It's clear he moves. Mm. It, he moves over. He was he one on one with the keeper. On I thought, it would, I thought it, it would have been soft if it had been given. Wilf wasn't looking for the penalty. If that had been AU, he would have given a penalty. Yeah. A guarantee. And Taylor's one of the worst referees in the Premier I thought, League. I was one of the ones I thought might go to VAR and it sort of didn't. Well, it must have gone to VAR. It must have gone to VAR. It might properly go to VAR. They wouldn't. They're not going to overturn that decision. But it was a penalty. He clearly he lifts his arm. He pushes him. He knocks him off balance. I thought it was a. Well, shoulder the ball was still but, yeah. between the defender and the team. <laughs> well, hey, this is football, isn't it? Fifty-fifty. Yeah. So yeah. that's the way it goes. Listen, um, I really want to talk about Jeffrey Schlapp because he is lovely. Because yeah. I, one, I love him. Jeffrey um, and James sitting in the team. K I S S I N G. I'm out this week. We have had a lot of questions. Stephen Sheffield. Hi says, Steve. as Hi in Steve. Stephen Sheffield, not oh, Steve, Steve. Hello, in Sheffield. Hello, Steve. Hello, Steve. Uh, maybe he doesn't live in Sheffield. Says, um, how did Jeff Schlupp miss out on the Ballon d'Or top 10? It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair, yeah. fair question. Fair question. No, that's, that's totally, totally right. Yeah. <laughs> and what, yeah, if he, if he stood for his kind of elections, I'm sure he'd be. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> he would be prime minister. Um, yeah. Steve yeah. Rockingham says, Hi, am I correct in saying that rhythm is in fact a dancer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and then Andrew Sams has actually got a serious question. I actually have to see the end of it. No, he hasn't. But left back, 
Centre mid, striker, winger, do we now need to give Schlupp the credit he deserves after winning six points for this glorious club? Or do we just give him the 2020 Ballon d'Or? Um, he, he does deserve credit because, it, again, it was yeah. a good sub from Roy to bring him on, but wherever Schluppy plays... Well, I don't know the circumstances of ta- whether that was tactical. Or Rob on the post-match thought it was tactical. No, Roy okay. said it was, yeah. I mean, okay, in yeah. that case, fair. I would still... You, we've had this discussion. I would still pick Townsend before Schlupp if it was a straight choice between the two of them. But no, he's... He's done really well, and I think what helped him last night was that he had a fixed position to play in. He had to come on to play at left back, more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that I think that helped him as he knew what he he knew what his role was. He knew what he had to do. The goal was, I mean, again, terrible defending, but the fact that we were that positive that he wanted to take that on was great, and it was a, it was a great finish. The keeper probably wouldn't be happy, but. Mm. Both finishes were, were decent, but again, the keeper wouldn't be happy. But no, of course he has to get an enormous amount of praise for the way he played last night and the way he played when he came on. But still... The only way it's up. <laughs> Baby. Baby. But still, if it's a straight choice, I would, I would pick Townsend over Schlupp nine times over to, you know, nine times out of ten. Maybe in a derby game, in the FA Cup derby game, you'd, you'd pick Schluppy. But under normal circumstances, I just think Townsend gives you a little bit more defensively and going forward. It's interesting though, James, isn't it? Because we talk, we hear a lot about Schlupp as a striker in his youth team days at Leicester and stuff. And those two goals this weekend mm. actually show he has got a finish on him, hasn't Absolutely. he? Absolutely. Well, it was interesting the goal last night because prior to that, Wilford had a very similar run mm. in the same position. And then Jordan Iwood had a very similar run as well. And both the both of you thought, just you know, just 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 have a shot, have a shot. Then neither of them could quite get the shot in. Then comes Schluppy. <laughs> Bish bash bosh, he's yeah. in. It's bottom yeah. corner. Yeah, um, he just he just had that eye last night. He had. I mean, yes, the uh, the defence did open like the like the Red yeah, Sea, it was, but it was poor. but you got to give him credit. You know, it's the, the the way they attacked that left hand yeah. side last night, they yeah. were just relentless. Yeah. They were relentless. Think, they were just yeah. had it. Just come on, just keep going. And it, and it, and it wasn't all just Wilf. Let's be, I mean, Wilf had a great game. I must admit, but they were just like just everything was down the left hand side. I would I would they guess were, looking without. I mean, this is just total anecdotal pub evidence, but I would think a lot of our goals have probably come from the left hand side this season, haven't they? Um, Rather than that, no, I'm sure. Maybe we've got more drive. Could... We've got more drive on the left hand side. I mean, the, the Van Arnhol was more likely to get forward than Ward yeah. is, or so. Yeah. It, I can it just seems to me in my memory. I can just mm. a, a lot of our attacking players down yeah. that left hand side. I can think of a few listeners that will probably work that out because they they brought on that. Number two, that big guy, yeah, yeah. Was like a Viking, who came on. He came on to sort of. I thought, well, they, they got him now to sort of keep it all quiet. Yeah. He was just like they were just running rings around, around him. him yeah. Are you a sloppy fan, John? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I don't think there should be. You know, I think we can move the discussion about where's his best position. He's obviously he could play in goal and probably be yeah, yeah. probably better than Guaita. <laughs> you know, the way he's he, he's playing at the moment. I thought PVA for the last two games has been fantastic. Burnley as well, and it is all about that side. So. I think also about Schlupp, when was the last time we had a substitute coming off the bench and scoring? Yeah. Is, an, is another interesting... That's a good question. Yeah. And I think, I think about <laughs> Schlupp, he, he went on trial at Man U, I think, when he was a youngster, he as a striker is, yeah. and a winger. Mm. Um, he has got this very good first touch. He's got extreme strength, yeah. very good pace. And this all adds to the fact that he's, he's obviously a very, very intelligent player because he can play in multiple positions. But yesterday, I don't know, there was that feeling, I think... 
feeling about Schlub, he's kind of read the manifesto, the South London manifesto, and he signed it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and that's, that's what he's done. And that, that you know, yeah. and he was part of that. that performance. Reminded me, it was almost like there was a Yedinak playing yeah, yeah. or a Sean Derry. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. and that 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 performance yesterday, and Schlupp was part of that. Yeah. Was there was that type of essence I hadn't seen in a Palace team for a while. For a while, and I agree. that was mm. the incredible point. I think that kind of the South London was back. But also, and yeah, the that's point. Enders as well that we've had on every pod about after each game. I still can't work out whether we've got a decent squad or a Monday. But I, having someone like Schlupp come, the, the squad is good. The squad is better than it has been for a long, long time. It still needs improvement. But Schlupp is a perfect Premier League squad player. He's yeah, somebody that you yeah. would, if he starts on Saturday, you'd be perfectly happy. If he doesn't, you'd be perfectly happy that he can come on as an impact player somewhere else. And that's, yeah. he's the level of squad player. He should be base level well, we could have player, we should have at least fifteen schlups in our yeah, squad. It is a good squad, but undoubtedly yeah. it's a thin squad. I think. Well, though, luckily we we joked at the start of this season about how many how many more centre backs yeah. we need. Turns <laughs> 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 out we got enough. We've got enough. But again, in all this, Kelly, yeah, we 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 haven't mentioned Kelly again, who had another another outstanding game without ever being picked out by any yeah. commentator. My or one, I wanted yeah. to ask you three when I was coming in today, thinking the one question when. Um, um, James McCarthy yeah. came on, not MacArthur, McCarthy came on the second half. Did he do anything? I didn't really mm. notice anything he going did, on. He, I, 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 I was a little bit, I didn't really I see thought much he was going effective. on. I thought he was very quiet. Sort of doing the shuttle runs, carrying again, taking he the ball right off the back. He was right the opposite of where I was, so I didn't Taking really... the ball off the back foot. He wasn't as positive as, as against West Ham. His runs were more positive, his mm. passing was more positive, mm. but... He did, I think, the job he was asked to do, which was to shore up that side and to be positionally sensible. And like he did spend the second half basically collecting the ball off the off the back four, mainly off the right yeah. back, and then holding it. So yeah, it was it was effective, but it wasn't. Yeah, it, I, I I think that Roy, if if I was in the changing room at half time, Roy would have sat him down and gone, "We need you to be tight. Yeah, sit back with Kelly and just be an utter bastard." Yeah, yeah, and that's what he did. And he went in hard. He got. He took players out. Yeah. He got booked, he, didn't he? And it he just got booked. It was a good, it was a good it was yellow card. And he could have gone yeah. even worse with it, as yeah, far as yeah. I'm concerned. It was a good... Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as pleased to be Bournemouth as I was pleased to be Bournemouth. You get lost in Bournemouth on the seafront, I think. Is that what happened? Sorry, wait, can just come in? I've got to come in quickly. So, have you changed, Kevin, have you changed your opinion on Schlapp? No, Bournemouth or Watford. These two didn't hear because they were goofing off. I'm as pleased to beat Bournemouth as I to beat Watford, just to underline John's point. No, I've never. I haven't changed my mind on Schlapp because I still think I would pick Townsend. I mean, it. Everyone, it's always either or with Schlupp and Townsend. The, no reason why they can't pl- both play in the same team. But if it was a straight choice between those two, I'd still pick Townsend, to be honest. But you can't. So I, I think Townsend's a conversation that needs to be had. We need to talk about Townsend yeah. because his, he seems to switch it on sometimes. And yeah. there seems to be a, a kind of mental... Something going on there, yeah. sometimes, and he was—he wasn't, you know, for the first twenty minutes when we were looking really good. He—he he wasn't. But against you know, Liverpool, though, he had his best. Yeah, well, there you go. A, but and, that's not, you know, ago, yeah. they, and he does these wonderful things of cutting in and doing these little dip crosses, which are so I mean, hard to but defend. That's what he yeah. does. Yeah. But but then he gets bundled off the ball. He doesn't seem to draw the foul, and it's just—I'm just thinking what's. Whereas with Schlupp, it's a—it's a constant. I think you sort of know what you're getting with. I'm not, I'm not, I don't. I don't know if we can compare the two. I think where in Townsend's defence, 
that he has Kelly or Ward to play, pair up with, after, where yeah. Zaha has PVA or Schlupp. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a different, you know, yeah. Different yeah. Board, those yeah. are the wing-backs he's got. Yeah. So, um, OK, look, final few questions then for, for this part. Uh, Tobias Jackson. Hi, Tobias. Hi, Tobias. I said, is this one of our best wins since we got back into the Premier League, talking about the Bournemouth game? It felt like it afterwards, it start to say. Everyone's very right. jubilant. Like I think, it. you know, there was a thing on Twitter, somebody said it reminded them of the 2010 ad, ad, yeah. Yeah. M- m- administration uh, squad. And, and, and when I was saying yeah. earlier on about the, the, the togetherness, and it felt a real togetherness. You know, it was it was cold. It was under the lights. It was it was one of those nights. It was something in the air. And I think getting Mamo Sacco uh, sent after twenty minutes was almost the, the best thing that could happen mm. in a weird way. Yeah, the half seven kickoff took me by surprise. Yeah, that was a, yeah, nice surprise. a lot of people. Like, we were sitting, <laughs> yeah. we were sitting in the public oh, quarter past going. Oh, I was like, what is it like nineteen seventy eight or something? Yeah. <laughs> but we were seriously quarter past seven. Now I was going, where you, where's everyone going? It's like we've got time. We've got forty five minutes. Yeah, we can get two more Jack Daniels <laughs> inside. Seven thirty. What? <laughs> what? It's like, it's like you. It's nineteen seventy nine. What? Over at nine fifteen. What? I just end on a question. I feel like I probably should have researched before I came on, but it's from Man Feelings. Hi, Man Feelings. It says, uh, when did we last win a game of football with ten men? Plus, wasn't there a game we managed to hold on to a draw with nine men? I don't. We had, nine, we we had we... nine men for about five minutes last night, didn't mm. we, at one stage? Yeah. I can't... Uh, oh, I, I know the ten men, actually, because it was on post-match pod. It's... Um, Huddersfield? No. Hull. Hull. When we won at Hull and um, Bannon scored the winner because oh, yeah, Balanski yeah. got sent, sent off. off yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a while ago, to be fair. Well, you, you know that. I don't know the answer because I haven't done any research, but it came up last night in your post match <laughs> pod. Well, I wasn't on the pod, I was just listening oh. to it. Literally listening to it this morning as I, oh. as I came so you, in. So you listened to it this morning? <laughs> yeah. You haven't remembered from this morning? That's even worse. I'm a very tired man. I've got. <laughs> We've all had children. Yeah. We know what it's like. We all know what it's like. Wildly exaggerating. Come on. That's what I do. Um, anyway, right, let's wrap up part one there. In part two, we're going to discuss an article from The Athletic. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey. Pod three oh nine, and it's time to discuss an article from our sponsors, The Athletic. I don't need to introduce the Athletic now, do I? We know who you know. we do. I do. I mean, I probably actually... new listeners because I'm on it. So, oh, so okay, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Around the world, <laughs> I'm also competitive <laughs> live so, so they're a world class team of writers covering every club, including the best coverage of Crystal Palace. Subscription based website and app, and completely ad free, no ads, no annoying pop ups, just brilliant articles. Welcome to the new home of football writing. And if you visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash FIP, you can start a 30 day free trial and receive 50 percent off your yearly subscription, which is just about fifty a month. <gasps> right. This week's article um, is about the team of the decade, the 2010s. Did you cool. see this on, on Twitter a few yeah. weeks ago? It's going around people were picking their team of the decade from 2010 mm. to 2020. Now, Matt Woosnam, obviously who writes The Athletic, has picked his team of the decade. I thought we'd go through his selection and mm-hmm. then we'd maybe pick our own on the pod. Yep. The, F- the official FYP team of the decade. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Matt's, so, Matt's done a lovely article on it and he's gone to explain uh, each decision. I'm just going to run through it. In goal, he's got Julian, Julian Sperone. Oh. 
Ah, uh, that's probably now done. I don't think anybody could argue with that. Are no. uh, we going to discuss each individual? Oh, maybe we're going to do Okay, so no, no, I think no, Julian. No, 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 read the team up first. No, no, we haven't got time to do We'll take we'll take Julian as a given. Julian yeah. as a given, yeah, yeah okay. Well, our guide is very good keeper, but yeah, early on Lewis Price. Um, and the back four is um, Aaron Wambasaka, <laughs> Mamadou Sakho, <No. laughs> Damien Delaney, oh. and Joel Ward at left back. Joel, does he want his team to win things? <laughs> so he's just picked his favourite players. Or is he, what, he actually wants his team. What, to... Well, let's. Oh, what do we think about that then? Any of those that were different? I mean, Aaron only been here eighteen so he's months. Picked two right, he's picked two right backs in, which is a damning indictment, I guess, on lack of left. I would backs. pick Nathaniel Clark. Yeah. Ahead of both of those. I don't think to be honest, he I think Ward is a good Ward is a good shot. Was happening ten how, years ago. Considering how long Ward has been with Ward us. For Lord. Yeah, but no. if, you, yeah, if you're but, talking but, about who he is, a, he is a player of the decade. Yeah, isn't but he? We were, yeah so it, we're going for emotion here. Yeah, <laughs> right? well, we're Palace fans. So yeah. 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 If it's emotion, then Ward. Then if, Wardy. if it's yeah. who's the best right back, then Nathaniel Klein. <laughs> Where did Klein leave us? Though? Klein left in twenty. He played in two thousand and nine, so he fits in. So he did. He fits within the parameters. So Fitzhall doesn't get in. No. no. <laughs> what about Boyce? What about Dean Gordon? Did yeah. he get in? No. Too <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm really confused right. with yours. Let's put Sacco in the centre. I wouldn't have Sacco. I'm, I'm not sure I'd have Delope. All right. So what I was I'd saying? Have yeah, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have Scott Dan. I'd have Scott Dan. I'd have Damo's definitely in there. All right. Well, Delaney and Cahill then. He can't have Gary Keenan if he has six months. <laughs> so, but he's a, so well, well, we can't we're go for the. I don't think we can go for the best. Service, we can't go for the. Well, this is the problem. If you're going for the best, you're going to end up with the current team because yeah. throughout the decade yeah. we've just yeah. progressively got better. I think Damo, Damo for how he became a Palace player, meeting Doogie yeah. in the right. airport hotel next to Croydon. For his airport. attitude and his spirit and etc. Yeah. etc. Yeah. But he's. He's not going to get did, in any did you, Talking about Damo, there was a thing on Twitter today, somebody had posted uh, a link to the Irish, uh, an Irish uh, football show that was on last night that was showing the football in Ireland, and he was in the studio, and they were talking about the red card. He went, it wasn't a red, and it wasn't even a yellow. <laughs> Absolutely nothing wrong with it. It was just classic Damo. I was like, yeah, my man. He went, it, was, it wasn't a red, it definitely wasn't a yellow either. It was so brilliant. While, whilst reading Dask Capital. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's put let's put Damo in there. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we need a centre back to go with him. I, I'm, I'm guessing James, we're not going to go with Mamadou Saka. I'm, I'm happy to go with the um, majority. I personally wouldn't. No, I would. I'm, I, I may have had him on the bench just to sort of prop it up. Uh, Tompkins. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, yeah. centre back is a, is probably the position you'd argue. There's a couple of players up front that are going to definitely be in there, but yeah. centre back is the one position we won't be spending long discussing the creative midfield options, for example, will we? So, <laughs> no, centre back, we've got a lot more choices at centre back. But I, for me, it would be Delaney and Cahill. I, mean, I think Scott Dan. You think how, well, Dan, how good Tompkins, he was? Other in people that. would argue Tompkins. Uh, Tompkins has been brilliant. You know, I'd probably go us. Tompkins over Dan. You see. Yeah. Mm. Oh. I would go Doctor. John, I, I think you get excited about on that one. Uh, I, well, I would go um, Gabadon. <laughs> or, or, or yeah, which you know, as it means. Of, you just want to pick the whole twenty twelve well, team. No, no, well, exactly. The Dame on him in the first yeah, first together, year, together, first season. Yeah, in, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. they 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 did they well, achieved more Damo, than. Damo always said that his favourite ever game was yeah. nil nil away. Yeah, yes. with, with, right. with him and yeah. Gabidon, he said they would. He, that he was a centre back he most enjoyed playing with. So yeah. let's do that then. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
know how that works, yeah. didn't you? The one with the most votes wins. <laughs> okay, well, well, Damo, I, I, hate okay. Dis- I hate to disappoint Damo you. Ward the Green Party. Damo Gabadon Ward Party. I'm just warning you, Jamie. The, the Green Party are not going to win the election. I'm just, just <laughs> letting you down gently on that because that's how okay, so democracy works. So, so it's definitely Gabidon, more, there's well, definitely more, well more, yeah. more conversa- conversation about the back but Okay, so Julian and Gold, we're going to go. Do we want Klein in there? I would say Klein. Klein. Gabidon, Gabidon, Delaney, Delaney, and Joe Ward. And Joe Ward. Yeah. So, yeah. so we are going to agree yeah. with Matt and go with Joe. We all want a left back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There aren't yeah. really any left backs to pick, yeah. are there? Really? No. Let's move on. Moxie, Moxie. You guys are the worst people to do this. Right? How? I guarantee if anybody listens to this pod, if there's four of them, they'll be having the same argument. That's the whole point. That's the beauty of football. Midfield. Okay, midfield. Then how many are we going to pick in midfield? I'll tell you who Matt's gone for. He's gone for Mila Jednak. Yeah. And Johan Kabay as a holding two. Mm, yeah. And then he's got three in front of him, which is Yannick Balassi, Wilfred Zaha, and Darren Ambrose. So, what do we want to do midfield wise? Well, definitely mm. Zaha Balassi. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. For um, fun, for fun. For, for fun. Just, for yeah. fun. Yeah. And then Yednak has to be in there. Yednak has, has to be, to be there. He'll be, in fact, he'll be captain. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It, that, those three are, are a given. What formation you put them in? Who knows? I, I would, I would personally put Kabai in there as well. I put Kabai because he'd sell mm. a lot of merch because yeah. he's quite good looking. <laughs> so what do you mean by quite? I mean, <laughs> of scale one to ten. Uh, well, I'd give him a seven. Are there any other votes yeah. for it? I mean, does, well, does, does Luke get in there? Jim, What about Jimmy? Jimmy Mack. Jimmy Mack's a I mean, good show. I mean, talk about a servant. You yeah. know, he's been. He, yeah. So there's. I'll, I'll put Kabai over Luca. Yeah. Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have Jednak and Luca. Yeah, Jednak's a slightly, maybe better slightly version. better. He's a better version. Interesting, of Luka, but yeah, Interesting. I wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me if Jednak was injured and Luca had to play. So Luca's on our bench. Yeah. So uh, Jed, Jimmy, Jimmy, Mac, Mac, Jimmy Mac is a really good. I'd say Luca's a better football player. Well, than Jedi. You. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on mm. what you want him in there mm. for. Jedi was, the, Jedi was the yeah. ultimate captain, though, wasn't he? Yeah. The yeah. ultimate Well, he's just leader. the one who would just pick that team up by the scruff I'd, of the neck. I, could, I, I think like him Luka. and Luca playing against Bournemouth last night. Yeah. Yeah. Would have, would have, would have loved that. <laughs> 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 there would have been, there would have been man Crystal Palace <laughs> outside <laughs> coffins. <laughs> uh, so, any other candidates for midfield? I'm not sure about Ambrose. I mean, Ambrose is there for that goal, presumably. Is he? What, for that one goal against Man United? Well, it was only yeah. there for one that first season, wasn't it? Yeah. I guess yeah. Max Meyer doesn't get in. That was really funny last night. The um, half the halftime kids that do the um, uh, the, shootout. So the, the penalty shootout and. Um, they asked the, the Crystal Palace little kid who's like six and he was like he, he had to score the goal to, to win and he said who's your favourite Crystal Palace player he went Max Meyer <laughs> and everybody around would just burst out laughing <laughs> it, it wasn't actually Max Meyer <laughs> taking the penalty <laughs> it was about, the, about his size actually alright so I think we midfield in Macca in there yeah, yeah, Mac, yeah. so we've got oh. Macca Jenak Wilf uh, what about, what about, so then up front what about Edgar Davids in midfield oh, <laughs> mm. oh my god he didn't get paid left back yeah. did he we yeah. can put him at left back. I've forgotten about him. So I've already got two up front. I'm, uh, so I mean, Matt's we've obviously. Five, we've got five in midfield, and we haven't no, we've got, got two got up four. front. No, we've got oh, four. We've got four in midfield. Matt's put five with Ambrose in there, oh, okay. and then he's oh, put so. Glenn Murray up front. I think it's probably given that Murray. Ah, oh, well, is I'm going to cheat here a little bit because yeah, Johnson yeah. came back for six months in 2014. <laughs> <AJ>. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm putting, AJ, I'm putting AJ in. AJ and Murray up front. No, I'm... I'm what a front two that would have been. Murray and AJ. I think... Wait, would it, would it have been? would have been the least funny front two ever. I will drop... <laughs> I'm going to drop Ambrose. Okay. And I'm going to put Shamak. 
Oh, Shemak. I think Shemak. Yeah, is, I, I think we've been, rele- for good. <laughs> we've been relegated if we didn't have Shemak in yeah, our team. He was good. Yeah. He was good. Fact. I mean, I love Shemak. Fact. He was without Zaha. Yeah. I mean, he was brilliant for us. He uh, was brilliant, actually. Yeah, he was. Does he, is he good enough to get in? <laughs> is he good? Yeah. We wouldn't be a Premiership team if we weren't Schumacher's probably a better footballer. Murray probably scored more goals, but Murray. Yeah, I, well, think, I would. I wouldn't be unhappy with Schumacher. I'm happy with that. As a number ten. Yeah. Okay. Gabadon, <laughs> Gabadon and Schumacher. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Who would have predicted that? We are going to get a lot of feedback about this team. I'm gonna, in fact, I'm going to put. I'm going to change my mind about centre back. Go on, Kiati, centre back. <laughs> <laughs> I want Ka- Cameron Jerome as well. Cameron, I want yeah. him on the bench. Oh, I love Cameron yeah. Jerome. Exactly. That's right, a team. Okay. All right, okay. I'm going for So, Shemak, confirmation yeah. of our team of the decade then. Yeah. <laughs> the official FYP team of the decade is Julian Sproni in goal, yeah. Nathaniel Klein, yeah. Danny Gavidon, Damien yeah. <laughs> Delaney, yeah. and Joel Ward as our back four. What a back four. Mile Jedinak, James MacArthur, Wilfred Zaha, and Yannick Balassi. Yeah. And up front, Glenn Murray and Marouane Shemak. <laughs> What a team! I guarantee that team will get us out of the championship. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, so That's a great team. Isn't it? Yeah, it's a good team. Half of them would be wearing tags. They'd be so hard. Uh, so you, you can, wouldn't want to play uh, against that team, would you? That's you wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, you can read Matt's article on his uh, Palace team of the decade at but the it Athletic. Won't, but it won't be as good or as funny as what <laughs> yeah. we've just been talking about. That's for sure. But also, I think we would like to hear other options exactly. from, from listeners. Exactly. As well, so. so I know uh, we did do that a bit last week, but. Let us know your thoughts on this particular team of the decade and uh, any other suggestions. And of course, you can visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash FYP to start a 30 day free trial and receive 50% off your yearly subscription. After the break, it's questions from our listeners. Welcome back to the Five Plan Podcast. Yay! The Danny Gavidon sponsored <laughs> FYP podcast. Um, we've got questions from our listeners. The first one is from Jesse Boyce. Hi, Jesse. Oh, Jesse. Oh. He, he sits about three rows in front yeah. of me now. When well, he's not managing Norwich, obviously. <laughs> oh, that Jots is going to run and run and run. He does look like he's a handsome fellow. You talk to about Dubai. Jesse, if Jesse was a Palace player, he would shift, He'd shift ten units. times more. Hey, on current form, yeah. Jesse would probably be a better manager than yeah. the Fark anyway. Um, and here's a question about seats, actually. Mm-hmm. You can say you sit near him because um, Jesse raised an issue of uh, upgrading your season ticket seats for for a kid, for a concession, for uh, midweek games, uh, because he was going to be charged 45 quid to upgrade for the Brighton games, basically sort of almost full price. You are joking. And he tweeted about this, and we tweeted about it as well, and it does seem to be an issue, and I think certainly for midweek games, when like when kids can't really get to them, yeah. I feel like it used to be a free upgrade, didn't it? Or something, yeah. or it used to you be you could, could just bring kids, it yeah. give kids, to them, yeah. and it clearly it's changed, and we're just like... Oh, it's uh, changed because it's a big game, or has it changed... Oh, but it's same for Bournemouth, game. I think he got, charged 30, got quoted 37 quid or something last night well, for the see, Bournemouth game as well. what so. he's doing wrong is doing it officially... <laughs> Yeah. Just if you've got a season ticket available, you just tell your mates you've got a season ticket available, and one of them goes. That's it. The issue is they might check it. They might check uh, it. Well, it. Which, which turnstile operator, Sellers Park, is looking up from his phone to actually check the <laughs> no, ticket? No, they do. But when you try and get into a restaurant in Chicago, right, <laughs> where they, they say just have a scrunched up twenty in your hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you ask me, if there was an ID parade of the turnstile operators in the other way, I'd recognise the top of their heads because I've never seen any of their faces. To be perfectly. 
be honest. <laughs> literally, someone, one of them was doing his homework last night, I swear. You put your ticket in, which is a yard away from the actual turnstile, so he can't see you. And also, which of them is going to go when there's a thousand people still waiting to get in? Hang on, are you sure this is your ticket, sir? Yeah. All right, well, I think let's, let's take in... Take about as efficient assuming as that, assuming that most Palace fans are... Honest. Are by law-abiding and would, would check this kind of thing. Does it, John, raise the issue... That actually, for these kind of games, because there Can were you comments. What's happening? So, so a kid so, can't go to the game. So Jesse's son can't go to the game. He yeah. wants to give his ticket to a mate, and he said to the club, "Can I bring my mate?" And they said, "No, you've got to pay." What sounds like full whack for the ticket. That's not and right, of course, last it? night a lot of people were commenting on how sparse the crowd was. And I'm yes. guessing a lot of them probably were kids' seats. So All, and it was on the telly. Well, as well. Was on and the, it was on the telly. But and it was freezing cold. And, and it wasn't. No, no, that, I, don't, I, think, I don't buy that. Right. Seriously, I don't, it's 7 30 kickoff. I thought it was. I mean, the, the HF had a big banner saying about Amazon yeah. and their, their push for that to have it so early. Yeah. You oh, know, really? So I think that there is a, yeah. there's another conversation about that to ha- well, happen. Well, you mean Amazon were pushing for it to be at 7.30? And then the next game is at 8.15. Amazon wanted a lot of things, including some working on a show with them. They a lot of things, but they don't pay the taxes. They wanted split. Well, no. the, the, yeah. the elected government that will make them do that. Then, but uh, they wanted. I'm, split, I'm trying to. They wanted split kickoffs. <laughs> they, they insisted on split kickoffs, but also Amazon are panicking slightly. They they wanted Channel Four to take a live game on Boxing Day because. The fans' reaction to the Amazon has, has been a negative one, especially oh, on, really? Bo- on Boxing Day. They, they've moved, so there's like three games at three o'clock, three at five, and the, the Leicester Liverpool one is at eight <coughs> eight thirty on Boxing Day evening, which is oh, outrageous. outrageous. Jeff Beeson, Jeff Beeson, the, the CEO of Amazon, Amazon, when they started up, they used to have a boardroom, right, and they had their board meetings. They always had one chair seat mm. empty, and that was the seat of the customer. And when they were thinking about any decisions they would go and what do you think our customer wants and needs and they were focusing great kind of user-centric way of thinking he should have been there and seen the seats empty yeah. Yeah. And, and then say well what are we doing there yeah. for the good of the game well right? I, you I, know. I predict in three years time we'll have to get used to it because every, totally every single game is going to be on Amazon and, and, and they'll all be staggered because they can buy and sell BT Sport and I get, fine, I, yeah. in fact I predict that this time next year Amazon would have bought BT Sport yeah so, right so, going, so going back to Jess's question wow. there yeah and, and there's this really good podcast called The Price of Football one episode really did show that actually a premiership team does not now you know, fans are no longer we do, pay the wages yes, right yeah, yeah, so yeah. what are fans right yeah. fans we are now actors yeah. Right, we are actors for television. Yeah. A full stadium gives the world this impression. So we, we're not a voice anymore, mm. right? So what's the point? What money are Crystal Palace going to make getting Jesse to upgrade? Yeah. How many children children yeah, season point. tickets for yeah. one evening? That there are not many evening games now. Anyway, yeah. are they going to actually pop from? No, there's well, no. This is the thing, there's there, aren't many, there aren't many. You could games. donate yeah. that money and give it to the foundation yeah. as if you want yeah, to do yeah, that yeah, because yeah. it's not going to make anyone yeah. rich. Okay. Yeah. So what what's the absolute point point? <laughs> Well, I think especially when uh, okay. a lot of the club's identity and, and the club, you know, openly admit they do this anyway, uh, use it as an advertising campaign. Mm. I'm saying yeah. that the, the atmosphere is so good. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is related to that. Yeah. You know, so anyway, it's an interesting uh, point from Jesse. And uh, hopefully something maybe the club will address in the future. Um, let's do a couple more questions. Joshua Gold 96 Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. says, was this, so after the Bournemouth game, was this a typical palace or a typical <laughs> palace. <laughs> was it a typical palace or yeah. a typical palace? Or a typical palace. palace. Well, it, it wasn't that typical actually because we all just said it. You know, it's, it was almost a, a, 
a time it was a game harping back to how we used to be in a sense. It was it it, it was a feeling that we haven't had for a while, I think. Yeah. And it, yes, I guess it is typical part of the fact that what we used to and we know it, but it's a feeling I think we'd all not we've forgotten, but we there was sort of quite dusty memories. Yeah, I think and it just I be think... and I think it's really reminded re reminded us all. I think playing yeah, wise as well. About. It's probably atypical, except for the last two games, because we remain positive even down to ten men. Because mm. the Liverpool game is really interesting, and Steve Parrish said afterwards one of the reasons we played so well is that Liverpool are the least physical team in in the Premier League. They got the lowest yellow card, even when we scored our goal. They didn't try and batter Wolf; they just tried to jockey. So they let us play yeah. football. But I didn't, I didn't think for a minute that we'd carry that on against Burnley away, or that we'd carry mm. it on when we went down to ten men. So there seems to be. A, a wonderful, rather wonderful Christmas gift of a positive approach. God which, bless us, everyone. Exactly, but um, <laughs> so it is slightly atypical. But I hope, yeah. I hope that this positive approach carries on because it proves that we we can do more than just soak up pressure and yeah. hit teams on yeah. the break. That mm. we're very, that we're, we yes. are. Yes, we are organised. Yes, we are defensively solid. But actually, when you allow the front players to play a bit of football, we can we can score goals. That's, it, that's such a good point, and I think almost that five game run against the teams above us was weirdly a confidence booster yes. for us. Well, so no, that exactly we really can no, compete. Yeah. Yeah. And as Kevin says, we've actually then taken it on to the next few games. Mm. And you almost have lost your The team has yeah. grown mm. quite a lot. Yeah, it's great. Great. I really think the team has grown a lot. Yeah, and it, really, it was really obvious yeah. last, last night to me that mm. how how much more together they feel as a, than they were at the beginning of the mm. season. Oh, well, speaking of, I know we touched on him in part one, but speaking of a player that's grown, we had a few questions about Jordan Ayew, who again was, was fantastic last night. Nicholas Jones Hi, Nicholas. says, is Ayew our player of the season so far? Cheers from a Palace fan in Brisbane, Australia. Oh, that's nice one, mate. Hello. Oh, um, Ian Longhurst said, is Ayew the best signing in the last two years? And then Ooh. Steve M, 11.43, same thing. Ayew, best pound-for-pound pound Palace Premier League signing ever, excluding free transfers. Pound-for-pound. I mean, well, arguably, I, mean, I yeah, think I mean, it's a the... fair point, mm-hmm. isn't it? I, I think he get... was the last twenty minutes last night. He was yeah, sensational. I, I mean, I mean, he played well the whole game, but the last twenty, twenty-five yeah. minutes last night, he was everywhere. He got faster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He, 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 he just didn't stop. But he wasn't running around like a headless chicken. He was actually everything he was doing was positive, and he was driving forward the whole time, wasn't he? It was incredible. If I'm a what, you know, I'm what, I'll be looking at that. Yeah. Thinking gold, mm. you know, yeah. and uh, you know that him schlup and Zaha next like, on Saturday. If we can add, if he ends up, if if, if he ends up getting ten goals this season, yeah. which is possible, then yeah, I, I, he's going to be one of our best players in the Premier League. Because, but in, 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 if other people around him can score, then still he's going to be one of our best players. Mm. That's, that's mm. the only thing that's missing is. He scores good goals when he does score them, but it's the only thing mm. he's missing is regular goals. But no, his, his hold-up players improve. Because I think he's growing into the position. I don't think he wanted to play that role. He's always said he wants to play as a yeah. number 10 yeah. or with mm. another striker. I think he's starting to learn how to do it. And it looks like he's enjoying it as well. Mm. He's intelligent. Really, yeah. He's a bright footballer as well. And he, he always yeah. looks really pissed off yeah. when he gets stopped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With 7-0 up. Yeah, and yeah, he, yeah, scored, yeah, he scored yeah. 9 of yeah. the 7. And he's still pissed off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny because we've talked about Benteke so much in this pod and we've always said it would be lovely if, yeah, Benteke's good in the air and he's a, clearly a talented player. But if he could just add a bit of, if he could run more, yeah. if he could like close down defenders, we'd love him more. And then 
people would counteract that and say, well, it's not part of his game. But actually, now we've got a striker that does that, it does make a big difference. Yeah, actually, it's really helpful. Ayer in the air, he's a good finisher in the air, but also, I mean, that centre-back last night, that giant, must have been a foot tall on him. But he still gives him problems yeah. every time. He yeah. didn't have a free header. He mm. won most of them, but they weren't free mm. headers, so yeah. he wasn't able to get... God, both were bad. bad. They were, they were awful, yes. they? Yeah. Were, but yeah. only, you can only beat what's in front of you. That's yeah. true, yeah, no, it's a mean, And also, you can, you can argue, as some people have on Twitter, that that takes away from us and that we, they're as good as we let them be essentially right from the start yeah. of the game was we we don't I think they had because of how well we played in the first 15 minutes they had no confidence that they could break us down anyway because the, the you could see the organisation of the back four. So they, in fact, halfway through the second half, they looked like they were settling for a point hmm. until sloppy. We probably should, amongst all this joy and positivity, hmm. um, mention our defensive issues. So Wayne Hart Loveless Hi, has Wayne. said, well, our defence being racked by injury, red cards and the lack of investment, mm-hmm. will our plethora of defensive midfielders be our saviour? Um, and obviously that's a note to obviously Kiyote being fantastic at centre-back. Mm-hmm. But should we now be a bit worried, despite, as Kevin said before, despite the start of the season joking about having too many centre-backs? Um, or do you think it's something, John, that will influence <coughs> our sort of January activity? Think, yeah, I think it's going to have to. I mean, Lord Sells has been going on about the <laughs> criminal side of not replacing one Basako, which is, we're, you know, we're, we're hedging our bets there. I think it's something ironic how, t- you know, some teams play with a false number nine and now we're playing with a false back four. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, well, Wayne Hennessy, he'll probably do all right at centre-back if need be. And, you know, Max Miley can do left, you know. I, I think, well, I think Luca, Luca can. Yeah, Luca's well, played centre-back before. He hates you know, it. I, I think the Watford yeah. game's going to be an interesting one. Um, but, we, yeah, we're going to have to we're going to have to strengthen. Not not centre-back. I think that's just bad luck. with the. Yeah. But you don't do that. With or on the right hand side, mm. um, well, Klein was lined up, <coughs> yeah, before and there was another guy, guy injured, yeah, so, I think, yeah. I think Ed Mallion said on his pod three, four weeks ago, and, and the noises coming out of the club indicate that he was right that there is both a right back and a left back, yeah, lined so, up. The kid, the kid from General obviously got injured, so that's falling oh, through, yeah. It's just frustrating, isn't it, James, that like this was an issue that we when one cycle went and we didn't replace them, mm. we all thought as fans yeah. this could be an issue, yeah. And sometimes you feel like okay, maybe the club know what they're yeah. doing, and then it has become an issue, yeah, it has become an issue, and you know, and we have been unfortunate, but you know, it's I think we just got to be positive. I think you know, I think I think if you've got any players out there, they'll they'll want to come to Palace now as well. I think mm. you've got to yeah, bear yeah. that in mind. You know, if there's anybody yeah. looking at top, January, top looking top at a few yeah. clubs, you know, where we're going to go, I think you know, this. You just look at the t- where I mean I know that we played one game more than most teams, but we're a fifth, yeah. mm. a fifth in the league yeah. this morning, and you know, hello, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's December. That is crazy. Yeah. It's December. Do you yeah, know what I mean? That's after losing yeah. five. So I just yeah. think I think in terms of attracting other players, which I think we will do, I think I, I think we're going to find it a little bit easier. Hope Doogie and Roy or whoever's in charge of all this is going to find it a little bit easier, uh, and I think they should be going out today and knocking on people's doors and making yeah. a few phone calls. Because I think I don't think Cahill's far from being. Okay. Yeah. And I don't think Dan's that far away because he was obviously knackered on yeah. Saturday. That's probably a tired injury rather than anything okay. else. But, but in terms of looking positive, and <coughs> Ed pointed this out to me, that run of fixtures we just had, we had that at the end of last season. Remember, we went into yes, five we did, really yeah. tough games. Yeah. We haven't got a fix. We haven't even got two difficult teams in a row anymore. So we've got. Oh, for the, that's it. For that's the rest it. of the season, we've got mm. all, all the games against the top teams are, are, are spread out. Right. And we're and fifth. We've got, and, we've, we're, and we're fifth. And we've got six games coming up against teams of the caliber of Burnley and and Bournemouth. 
we're going to go into the we, we, really we're going to go into the new year way ahead of where I mean, we've been in previous. It is, it's, it's a, a big great, opportunity. You know, yeah. It is really great the, the results against the, the the last two results and winning because so many big times teams. as Palace fans we've played against we played really well against the good teams yeah. the bigger teams but never but never got the results and then we play the teams like your Burnley's and your Bournemouth and we end up losing. Yeah, and this has always been the real frustration. Yeah, yeah. So getting those two, the confidence must be sky mm. high in that. With clean sheets as well. With clean sheets as well. Well, we have had a few sort of questions about that actually. Um, <laughs> sort of uh, focusing on both ends of the table. So, Ian Knight, Hi, Ian. Hi. Unla- unlikely, yes, but we could have 39 points yeah. by the 8 pm on the 1st of January. <laughs> 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 Not a question, granted, just basic maths, but dare we dream safish before the January transfer window? We could have. If we. If we conservatively, if we say we win two of the, the eight games coming up, or two yeah. of the seven, that's, yeah, and that's really that's conservative. That's very conservative. And that's, yeah. that puts us on 27 points yeah. going to the year, which is, which is way, way ahead of. It. Yeah, if we yeah. win four, we're on 33 points. So, yeah, I mean, we're. Uh, and we know that we're a better team when the sun starts shining in spring. So this is, I think this is the first season where we generally have got that opportunity to look up rather than not... It's not just consolidation. It's mm. just like, obviously, our first row is to stay up. But if we can get to that target as early as possible, then there's a decision we've, to be made about actually, how you push on. So. We've actually put ourselves in a really good position mm-hmm. you know and whisper it quietly it could genuinely end up being a top 8 challenge if we actually do don't tallis it up the top 10 would be would be progress but also top 10 by February is what yeah. you want and then how many times have we been relaxed in January February it's always April when, yeah. we start, when, I, when me in particular you know, I've always got my sheet of paper with the, with the all the relegated possible you know Street is the only one in January whistling a merry tune going now we'll be fine I've looked up some RPI index yeah. or something <laughs> with, with, with so. expected I mean, point stuff but, no, but with any with any luck yeah, Come February, I, March, we'll be saying it's great. I think what, a great what, season. Let's let's we finish. Should, when you look yeah. at the run of games, we should do. <laughs> I, I think if, if by by January, when the transfer window opens and we're we're in a good place, I think then the owners will have some interesting dilemma. What one option if the Americans want out? Then you want to save your coppers. Mm. On the other hand, you want to maybe buy to make it more attractive. It's mm. a bit like putting bread in the oven when you got people coming to your house. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing is, well, is Europe a serious push then? Um, do we actually want to strengthen the squad for the well-being of the squad mm, and the yeah. team? So that all these factors, I think, that will be coming mm. into play. The what would thing. you do, John? What would you do? I would st- I would go and strengthen. You would so I, I would really be thinking about someone like Batshuayi coming yeah. in, yeah. Um, a- apart from, of course, the right back, yeah. and then thinking if because there is that... we're on a roll, let's, mm. just, let's just keep on going. And yeah. I think, yeah. I think yeah. the whole thing going, about Zaha, if we're in a really good place, then it's less painful selling him. However, <coughs> if we're going to go for Europe, is there an attraction for him if Batshuayi come in and some players... Of that kind of quality or mm. player, it would be ni- it, it would be nice, wouldn't it? Mm. It would be disappointing, also, I think, if we have a good January and then the owners, nothing. whoever they are, yeah. think, "Oh, we're doing great." So let's I not bother investing. I think yeah. they'll be the same owners. I don't think there'll be any change of ownership until the summer. Yeah, right. I, I, feel think, that as well. I think Zahara practically, if we're still fifth or sixth in January, it's going to be much easier to persuade Wilf mm. to stay mm. until the summer. And then who knows? There might be more investment from outside the club, and Wilf might think that we. Yeah, I mean, Wilf obviously has to make his decision soon because he's 27, but mm. he's committed himself to a lot of local projects at the moment, which is, I think, a good sign. Mm-hmm. Around the foundation, he's, he's committed himself to a lot of good stuff. So, 
Um, and I like the fact that James has run a role two games is, a, is, the, is a, for us. <laughs> but that's the punish. That's punish. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. we we've we lost two. Roll. That's a disaster. We won't run a roll. But but I think we're on, we were on a roll. But it, you know, even though we lost those a lot of those games uh, prior to the the last two, we we weren't playing badly. The Liverpool mm. one was the important you one. Know, I, I think, mean, yeah. I think we played really well. Really and I think, mm. I think the fact we've come into these games and you know, we spoke about a lot of this point, yeah. but I think it's really important. Yeah. Well, I think the thing that excites me but also terrifies me at the same time is this opportunity. Actually, this. Next, these next eight games are yeah. so winnable that we do. It's a huge opportunity. But then I, I always flash back to 2015 16 under Pardew when we were in a similar position now, and then yeah, we Pardewed it up so hard yeah, and we nearly went down. Yeah, but. That would be a worry if Pardew was still the manager, but Hodgson's not going to Pardew it up, is he? No, well, no. But the things so. that you, what you, I understand what you say because there's a natural pessimism of Palace fans, but I thought that about the Burnley and Bournemouth game. Mm. Yes. All those people who, who say, well, we've got winnable games coming up. I was going, well, Bournemouth, mm. apart from last year, they they tend to do it. But we've won them and we won them comfortably. So I'm starting to think, well, why can't we do that to the, the other teams that are of a similar stature? Yeah. Mm. And just on that then, Chloe Petz. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Hi Chloe. Chloe. Friend of the pod Chloe, has said, yeah. will leaving the EU have an impact on our European tour next season? <laughs> the, queue, the queues at the passport mm. yeah. will, be long, will be longer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. worth it. But if you do, if you want a genuine impact assessment on the EU leaving on the finances of football, I recommend the price of football podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been listening to that. Was it's episode really five, which yeah. I think episode five is where mm. Kieran deals with the what, well, there will be there will be knock-on effects for yeah. football. There's no doubt about it. And the longer queues coming back from away games in Europe will be one of them. Ah, still be worth it. Though. Okay, uh, oh, thank you very I much. Can't wait. All those people who say I don't want to get into Europe think of the sod that. Oh, be amazing! I can't wait to get into Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact you're talking about Europe. Fair point. Fair point. That's typical Palace. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, on a two-game roll. On a two-game roll, typical Palace. We're in Europe. Right. Thanks for your questions. Sorry we couldn't answer all of them, but please keep. After break, we're going to preview Palace's trip to Watford. Welcome back to the last part of this week's Holy Plan Podcast. Hey. Uh, pod 309, it's where we preview the next game. It's Palace versus Watford, a.k.a. the Jim Daly derby. Um, what? <laughs> a- 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 the team that really hate us. Yeah. They do really they hate, hate us. They hate Palace. Yeah. I remember being getting the overground on the last couple of times we played them at Sellers Park. Um going from Noah Junction and there's always opposition fans on the on the train. Often you do you have a chat about the game, you have a bit of a well, it wasn't a turning off or whatever. The Watford fans just going, I hate your club. Yeah. The remember one guy said, I hate your club. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? I really, really hate this place. Playoff final. I just say, oh, whatever, mate. Mm. Well, and uh, is it playoff final plus semi final? They think there's a hard dive, didn't they? Yeah. That's good. Oh, stem, that it it stems yeah. back from yeah. that. It's yeah. all, the old, the old, and yeah. it's not entirely one way because I, I probably feel about Watford the way <laughs> JC feels about Bournemouth. Well, I, I feel what, the I, same. That's yeah. the problem. I've got two teams like yeah. that, Watford as well. Really? You hate Watford as much as they hate I remember what was his name show with their goalkeeper yeah. in the 80s he wore a red top, top yeah. and I thought what was that about? <laughs> what a numpty and he was rubbish and the rest of history numpty I thought yeah. with taylors I mean you know and it just thought this is wrong well I just had I mean that's a yellow black and black and a really annoying mascot and all the and well, he got just fired, a, didn't he? The, the, and there's the so Elton there's Elton. again there are another team. There's a certain romance about them because of Elton John, because of Graham Taylor, fourth yeah. division, the first division. They're a physical, nasty side. 
The, I mean, Kapuri could have broken Wolf. Yeah, that tackle challenge on Wolf. Too, yeah, I remember that. That was bad. Yeah. I, yeah, I, re- I think it's probably a mistake. We're meeting at East Croydon at nine o'clock, oh, which God, is probably a mistake. Go. That is a mistake. But it's. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think our approach to the game is nine o'clock I, I, yeah, for a yeah. Sunday kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it Sunday? <laughs> I, I think our approach to the game is going to be. I hope it's as positive as it has been. You know, they're going to be. There's, I don't know if they will have appointed a new permanent manager mm. by then. There'll be a bounce from then. Well, they might have. They've tonight for their game tonight, recording on Wednesday. They've got Hayden Mullins, a mm. temporary charge. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be interesting. That might, so he might be a manager on Saturday. Well, that oh, might funny. take that might take some of the, the edge off, off the, the the dislike, if you mm. like. But I think if we go there with a obviously who the back four is, it's a big issue. But if we go there with the same positive intent and it's always to be fair the one thing about Watford is the brilliant Irish pub almost next to the ground oh I went there for the first time last season actually yeah it is good which is a fan is it everything an away pub should be away Mm. fans are welcome there's Mm. brilliant burgers out the back it's it is a good pub and even the Watford fans in there are friendly mainly because they're massively outnumbered but it's it's, (laughs) you know and it's it's a good view there are some nice yeah it doesn't take long to get home from it but I I think our approach is going to be really well that question about back four is uh, exactly what Total Tech Soccer has I tweeted us tech. and said I think it's on Instagram uh, said what is the back four for Watford John so what, what Ooh, do we do that sounds like a philosophical question <laughs> what is the back four, four? <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll be playing Kelly Tompkins mm. Cahill and Schlupp Okay. Oh, that, uh, do you know what? Actually, that doesn't sound too bad. That sounds like uh, a great uh, if, if Cahill's not fit, it'll be Kiati who plays there for his country. So that w- yeah. wouldn't be mm. too bad. Yeah. It's positive. Either. Okay, good. I well, thought that was going to be a much more. Yeah, uh, also, in, a, in a funny sort of way, it almost having if Kiati does play centre back, it almost forces Roy to be a little bit more positive. In midfield, McCarthy. In a way, yeah. yeah. McCarthy yeah. McCarthy. And Townsend. And ta- yeah. Well, yeah. That's interesting. But, but yeah. Watford can't, I mean, Watford can see goals every game. It so could, it could actually be the team of the future. Yeah. Keanu yeah. Tenement. Mm-hmm. We yeah. could actually, McCarthy, we could, we could yeah. this could be I the mean, game we would I, turn I, the corner. Uh, <laughs> uh, where, we're, do you know what? There'll be shafts of light on a vicarage rover. You can't turn the corner on a roll. Oh, you can, mate. <laughs> you can in my world. You can do what you want on a roll, mate. Oh, I'm not going to your world. Uh, <laughs> it's fun. I know people have not come back from your world. Our record on the pitch hasn't been brilliant recently. No. We lost that, F- that FA Cup game last season. We lost in the league. Two horrible games last um, season. Which is another reason that I get worried about these kind of games that on paper, yeah, I mean, they look terrible. I've got no manager, so it should be winnable. But. Yeah. Our yeah. approach last season was vintage Roy. Both of them, we couldn't have been more negative from the outset for both of those games. Even when we went, we accidentally equalised in the quarterfinal, and then sat back on them on accidentally equalising. So, but I think, I hope that our approach will be different this mm. season because the last yeah. season they were on a bit of a roll. I mean, they were on a high last season. They started yeah. brilliantly. Yeah, they've started all through the season. Yeah, they yeah, uh, did. Yeah. Yeah, the, the managerial changes must affect them. Mm. And Hayden Mullins, much as we love him, is a very inexperienced coach. So, mm. I think. Yeah. I think you know they think they're a club that's probably going down. John already, because like yeah. you know yeah. it's such a mess there, isn't yeah, it? So it does. It does have that air of a club who just sort of almost resign themselves to yeah. it. But well, that's also one of the reasons why. It's one of the reasons why we'll probably lose. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, no, <laughs> but it's one of the reasons why I'm so pleased that we've got as many points as we already have. Because yeah. this time last season, you you kind of knew that Fulham and Huddersfield were. We're almost certainly going down, and this season it's hard. It's hard to pick out with any certainty even one club that's definitely going down. Mm. There's, yeah, you think Norwich probably will, Watford mm. probably will, but that's why you, we need to get as, as big a gap as possible, and then we can start dreaming of Europe. Like, that's, 
Good. Yeah. Well, should we leave Dreaming of Europe as our part to end the pod yeah, on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why not? That, yeah. Yeah. Sounds uh, like it should have been an Ultravox film, doesn't it? <laughs> probably is, actually. Probably Dreaming a B-side of, of the fourth <laughs> yeah. single off um, Citizen of Romance album. Uh, good. Uh, JC, thank you for coming back on yeah, the pod. Yeah, welcome back, JC. Thank yeah, you so much. Um, yeah. You should come back more often. I would be yeah. lovely to be invited. Yeah. 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 JD, can you sort out more invitations yeah. from JC? We'll work it out. Yeah, we'll work it out. And Kevin Enders, obviously. Thank you for being on. Thank you for inviting us along. It's been lovely, as always. It's a pleasure. Um, the Pod Extra will be with you after the game at Vicarage Road on Saturday. Uh, you can get that at our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash FYP podcast. And we're back with the main pod next week with another special guest. And then all back to your house. Mm. Who? After the Watford game. All back to my yeah. house. <laughs> You're down the road, isn't mm, it? No, I think Maria will be too, too into that. Um, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you again soon. Bye. 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 Podcast Network.